When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. We're here to continue our series of That One Play. And the one play we're going to talk about today is an interesting one because it didn't go well for the Ravens. Not this one particular play, but did spark some changes for the rest of the season that that uh, were very significant and, and I think historic in some ways. Here to t- talk to me about the plays, he's going to set it up and all, is Andrew. Andrew, how you doing? Doing great, Ken. How about you? Life is good. I, Andrew, I have forgotten your last name, and I apologize for that. Fortier. Andrew Fortier, how are you doing? Uh, I, you've been on the show before, uh, but I, w- I want you to kind of take us through the setup for this play. I was talking about the 2019 season, but take us through uh, the setup for this. Uh, yeah, so 2019, um, you know, it was an amazing year, but I always forget that in week four, uh, the Ravens, got what Eric Weddle once said, they they got their faces peeled off. Uh, and it was kind of a, a kind of Jesus moment for the defense. Um, I want to read a couple, just two quotes from uh, a website called Film Study about this game, uh, calling the inside linebackers a gaping chest wound in the center of the Ravens' pass defense. <laughs> and then there's another one at the end of uh, this game's notes where it said, however, it's not clear to me that any single move will create a contending defense and the Ravens may do better to stand pat, which you weren't wrong about. It's not a single move, but we can get to that. Uh, so the game, week four against the Browns, the Ravens were favored by seven and a half points. Um, and I think it's it's worth remembering the Browns were kind of like the problem at this point. This was before Joe Burrow, and they still had Ben Rossberger in Pittsburgh, like, at the end of his career and you know baker mayfield was the new big bad in the in the division so uh this was not just the same old browns team in my eyes anyway um and this game i remember it being like the linebacker problem game but when i I rewatched it and this was pretty terrible from everybody it wasn't just the linebackers um you know the, the the ravens started Patrick Owasso, Peanut Owasso, and, and Kenny Young. There's the the two starting, you know, inside linebackers. Um, and it's worth remembering they lost CJ Mosley. Like that's that's who they're they're coming from. Uh, you know, the all pro, you know, CJ Mosley. Uh, and uh, so, you know, watching this game, 
first of all, it's weird to see Pat record on defense. I just want to make that note. But the first touchdown, you know, the first half wasn't even all that bad. The, the Ravens gave up a touchdown to Ricky Jones, where Kenny Young just got totally lost and just didn't even got, the guy got wide open, didn't even cover a guy. Just general not great play. Uh, Owasso was picking guys up in coverage, it looks like. They were getting pushed around badly on with their, the Browns' kind of outside zone plays. Um, but the first half wasn't even that terrible. In fact, Gumble was, was on the call, and he said, oh, Nick Chubb was pretty much held in check this half. I, I heard that, and it made me laugh because I knew how this game ended, and I had forgotten that that was how this game started, where the for, end of the first half, and they go, oh, they're doing a good job with Nick Chubb. But uh, in the second half, it got worse. The third quarter was really where things started to go off the rails. Uh, Nick Chubb had a, a cutback for a touchdown, which was everyone's fault. Judon totally missed the tackle. Uh, Earl Thomas missed the tackle. Like three guys missed the tackle. Uh, Peanut was getting pushed around. Um, so that wasn't great. So you're talking about the 14 yard run, but yeah, we don't, we don't, you know, the, the goal is to go over one play. Anyway. Sorry, but, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm leading up to it. So finally, let me, let me just yeah. get to that play. So the, the play was, uh, I can't even remember what, what play, what yard was on, but it was on the, the Browns or the yeah, Browns side of yeah, the 12. So the, the, the Browns pull a couple guys, Kenny yard, Kenny young gets blocked, takes a terrible angle. Peanut and Bowser get they they go to the outside and Chubb just runs right past both of them and just has daylight. Uh, Earl Thomas is in pursuit, has a bad angle, and it sure looks like he gives up on the play. Yep. In fact, Penny Young actually eclipsed him. You know, even though he, he took a bad angle at the beginning of the play, Kenny Young runs past Earl Thomas doesn't get anywhere close but at least he's running with them you know and uh and this was the kind of the play that put the game out of the reach out of reach for the Ravens seemed like this is 20 24 to 18 before the play after it they got the two-point conversion they led by two scores two 14 uh but but the there's so much about this to unpack from what you said already I kind of want to kind of want to start with a little more of the setup before we talk a little bit about what went wrong in that play so they started the year with with Owasso um being promoted from the weak side linebacker role to play Mike. And it's not like he hadn't played a little of it. He'd played a little bit of it before uh, when Mosley had been hurt and things like that had been happening, but it, it, he hadn't played much. And then not only they, that they started the year by giving him the green dot, it didn't work out. And they realized very quickly it hadn't worked out and they, they took it away from him and they gave it first to Eric Weddle, then to um, uh, went to Chuck Clark. This was Clark still didn't have it at this point. This this was uh, Jefferson got it after Weddle. I'm sorry. So there's another player in there. Uh, so anyway, a a difficult stretch for the Green Dot and who's calling defensive signals, and it really showed up in a bunch of these games. The Cardinals game, they were all over the field in terms of not really knowing what they were doing in the secondary. Um, but I thought this 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 game in particular, this play choice is excellent, Andrew, because I think it was really a pivotal point for the 2019 Ravens. Yeah, um, you know, it. I, I think the Ravens can put up with a lot of stuff. They can put up with a bad pass defense. They can put up with 
or pass offense. They can put up, but one thing that they will never put up with is getting gashed on the ground. It's just mm-hmm. like that is the red line. Um, because after this game, uh, the Ravens went ahead and just completely changed even more than I remembered. So I knew that the, the linebacker core uh, changed. They they picked up LJ Fort. They picked up uh, Josh Bynes uh, off the street. And, right, was it one of those trades where right. they both no, street? both okay. street. <laughs> they shipped off Key Young for a guy named Marcus Peters. And that's the one I forgot. That's one that this happened then. Uh, and defense DVOA uh, from five to seven, week five to 17. Um, so just a complete overhaul uh, because Nick Chubb, uh, you know, stuffed him in a dumpster, basically. Yeah. yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a one play that really forced an awful lot of change on that defense. And I, I think they went into that season, they thought they had enough. Martindale's first season as, as defensive coordinator in 18, sorry, in 18, right? And nine, so 19 would have been his second year. Um, I think he was pretty pretty much squawking loudly at that point. They lost a fair number of defensive players. The, on the on the defensive line, the other changes that are – I mean, Damato Pecco came in down the stretch and was effective uh, at nose tackle. And they also got Justin Ellis because they just had a gaping hole there um, as well in terms of, of what they had. But it was a shame that, it, that a team with a pretty darn good secondary could be so bad in terms of what they offered in run defense that they, they, that they at first could not take advantage of it. And, right. uh, and, and most remarkable in-season transformation of a defense I've ever seen. That game, the game, this game, they played, I, when I was watching it, I'm like, man. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. They're playing a lot of dime. They're getting pushed around. It looked like they were just getting their butts kicked and like these, you know, safeties and cornerbacks. They were just getting blocked, to, you know, in the second level. But but when I looked at your notes, you know, they played relatively more base. They played like 12 snaps of base and then, a, you know, yeah. a lot of nickel. So even even with base, you know, Kenny Young, uh, Owasso, uh, Chris Board, you know, they just they couldn't they weren't getting it done. You know, they couldn't. When you can't stop the run in your base offense or your base defense, 
it's uh you got to make that's, a there. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, the Ravens really have made their histor- their history off stopping the run with nickel versus 11. Right. Teams like to run out of 11. The Ravens love to love to play you with six heavies in 11. The the uh, uh, the thing that really uh, uh, got to me about about these guys is not only were they smaller guys who couldn't defend the run, and they did make a decent weak side linebacker platoon in 2018, but the, the big difference was Anthony Levine was on the field on third down, and he was providing a lot of the high-value play uh, for that team. But Owasso and Young each had contributions in 2018 that were not insignificant. And, and as a platoon weak side linebacker role, that's why you can get away with that. And that's why the Ravens may trade Patrick Queen in their current situation is that you can, you can get pretty good play from a two- or three-man platoon on that weak side. Your Mike linebacker has to be able to be your leader in stopping the run defense, and one of your guys has to give you some reasonable early down pass defense. And they didn't have anybody who was really doing that. They had they had Owasso and Youngwood contribute a little bit to the pass rush, but neither one of them was contribute anything in terms of a uh, understanding what was going on between level two and three. Yeah, I, I think that if you don't like spending like valuing a good middle linebacker the Ravens might not be your team because like, you know, it's, it, this is, they're always going to, they're always going to value that. They're never going to, I don't think, I mean, this is, this is proof in it. Uh, uh, Roquan Smith for a two and then getting a, the bag is also proof that they, they value that they're always going to value that. And it's just, you're going to have, it's something you're going to have to live with. <laughs> yeah. I think there, there are a lot of people who tell you, the inside linebacker position is overvalued and I'd probably be in that group is, is like, I'd like to figure out how to save money at the position, but it's the weak side linebacker spot specifically. I I'm okay. Paying one. I'm not okay. Paying two. I can, I tell you something. I, the, the thing about being the inside linebacker being undervalued is okay. When you drafted a, even a top pick linebacker, they, it takes them a while, you know, it takes yes. Patrick queen, Jordan Brooks. It's like, you might be fast and strong, but it takes a while. Like it is one of the hardest positions to play in football because you got to be smart. You got to be like the quarterback of the defense, but you also have to be able to cover and you got to be able to stop the run. You get blamed for everything and good quarterbacks can pick on a bad one. So a a young linebacker, (laughs) a linebacker needs to, to a young linebacker needs to, to, you know, get a few years under his belt. An old linebacker loses speed. You know, you get it. Why is it a bad idea to pay for a guy who's a stud like Roquan Smith? I mean, how is that undervalued when there's a very small, you know, group of guys who can actually do it all and that you're not going to like be cursing in the middle of the season? I think that I think that's worth the money, personally. I mean, you make, first of all, great string of points there. It's it's definitely uh, you're you're on the money with it. I think that that uh, uh, you're you're. The hardest thing to do as a general manager is figure out where you're not going to spend money. And I think you, you've got a double-edged sword at inside linebacker. One is that it's a it's a highly injured position, uh, relatively speaking. You're throwing your body around in the middle of the field against sometimes against bigger men when you're talking about getting blocked by a guard or whatever. But but you're you're all, the injury risk is is high, and we've seen it over the years. The second thing is I think you're right about the development curve, and I think the Ravens have learned their lesson once and for all, probably about drafting a guy who basically they see as a developmental project at inside linebacker. Patrick Queen had done some flashy things at LSU, but frankly, he took two full years to develop. And I, I'm sick of the excuses, so we're not going to go over it. Year three, he finally shows up and is a is a player. 
um, you know, it, it, that's you've lost a lot of value from that. It's the same reason I had objections to drafting David Ajabo is, you know, you, you might lose a developmental year to injury, which they didn't, which is good. He, he got on the field. He actually, you know, was, it was practicing for a number of weeks. Um, but, but he's still behind in terms of what you can get out of that player. If you can't, what you get out of that first four years out of any player is their draft value. That's right. it. That's a, you, you, you've, there's very little extra that you harvest from that. So, you know, if, if the guy's really going to be good from years, years four to seven, if those are really the peak years for an inside linebacker, then I'm with you. And then I, I, I go to the free agency and I get that guy. It, this is like, it's funny to put, bring it up on this podcast because we're talking about them going out and getting LJ Ford and Josh Bynes who actually mm -hmm. were the, the guys you can get off the street and were good. But I think that, that is a rare, <laughs> I think they just, yeah got lightning in a bottle that year and it's you're probably not going to find that because if if you can if you're an inside linebacker and you can cover you're going to be on a team and you're probably going to be making good money you're not just there's not those guys out there so yeah it's, I, it I is rather yeah it's it's harder to find and you know the, the the comment i always make is your third best safety in terms of coverage is always better than your second best linebacker there's like literally no team in the NFL that's not true for. So that guy, if he is, if he is a coverage linebacker, he needs to provide you a little something else, either as a pass rusher, as a run defender, whatever it might be, if he's going to really have value to you as a as a coverage guy. But yeah, basically I, I I'm in agreement with you that that uh you know you those guys are taken up. The LJ Forts of the world typically will have a role somewhere uh based on on uh what they can do. And Ford himself was very valuable to the Ravens in terms of uh of yeah. uh, what he, what he provided them. One more thing I want to talk about in terms of this play is that this Earl Thomas really showed us her Earl Thomas was I thought kind of on that play a little bit. Uh, he, he definitely gave up and he said, "Well, you know, I've pulled it. I've pulled a hammy before trying to chase that down, and I don't want to. I don't want to do that." Well, you know, th there are some elements of this that uh, are true, but I but I don't like I don't like it being put in in strictly a risk reward paradigm. And I also don't like the backfilling element of it that I think it's kind of sounds a little bit like Pee Wee Herman explaining himself after the fact. We saw what, you know, Mark, Mark Andrews running down. Uh, who yeah. was it? The Hubbard. Hubbard, you know, just this past season that he, and he almost caught him, you know, like, mm -hmm. There's just that you're right. That that kind of shows who who Earl Thomas is. And that's so just not the kind of player that John Harbaugh is going to keep around. Right. So I'm I'm with you. I think that Earl Thomas was had a, did a lot of good things that year, but he was not he didn't uh, as they say play like a raven to me. Right. No, I'm I'm I, it was not a good fit and uh, obviously the next the next camp it uh, it came to an abrupt end. Oh, yeah. Andrew, really appreciate having you on to talk about this play. Great to walk down memory lane. Obviously, still has some relevance to the Baltimore Ravens. Tell folks where they can talk football with you online. I'm at Ravens Andrew on Twitter. All right. That's Outstanding. Oh, always good to, to talk football with you. You're welcome anytime, of course, on the show. Other folks out there, if you'd like to do one of these pods, uh, that's that one play, just send me your play. Uh, DM on Twitter. Uh, they're always open. It's your perspective. It's what's really important on it. It could be historic, like Andrews uh, is kind of. It could be personal. Uh, if you spilled a big drink on your rug and the stain is still there, and you're reminded of that play every time you uh, you see it, uh, all those are good good reasons. And uh, want to make this as broad a a, a a discussion as possible in terms of the number of new people I meet out of this. So, uh, really appreciate all of you submitting topics. Andrew, thanks again for coming on. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next time on Film Study. <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.